okay, so I was thinking, hey. like, could you really, could you please, like, if you have time, bullshit. Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hi, Workwives. This is Francesca from Venice Beach. I love my company. I've been in my current role for eight years, and honestly, I just love it, and I'm really happy here. I'm launching products, I'm meeting all of my deadlines, and I've been given more and more responsibilities. So I must be doing something right. My results are incredible, and it seems like all signs should be pointing to a promotion, but when I apply, I'm always passed over. I see younger, less experienced people getting the roles I want and am qualified for. Am I missing something? Is there something else I need to be doing? Francesca, this is a really important question, and I'm excited you're asking it <laughs> because, because there's a lot of reasons that you might be getting passed over, mm-hmm. but not all of them are in your control. Absolutely. And like, it sounds like you've been doing everything right. Like, I don't see any no red flags in here. <laughs> exactly. Holland knows this. I read these things for like, is this person just whining? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Would I hire them? That's a question I ask. You would. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> I would. Like, Francesca seems like, I want you on my team. Like, we're looking for people. So <laughs> hit me up. Um, but what, like, what I want to talk about here is this concept that like, I don't know who said this to me first or if I've just, maybe it was my dad. But I like, it's this concept of managing up, down, and around. What we love most about this is that it's entirely within your control. Exactly. So um, managing up, down, and around sounds pretty fun. It, it super <laughs> is. It sounds like a head spin, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely is. It's a lot to handle. Yes. This concept. Especially um, when you so. realize there's actually four things you have to worry about. Turns out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Vanessa, can you, can you walk us through what you're talking about when you say managing up, down and around? Solid question. (laughs) Um, For me, it's like a shorthand reminder of like all the different ways in which I need to manage, manage my communications, manage expectations, manage relationships, deliverables, like the list goes on. But like breaking it down to those three directions tells you managing up is going to be to your manager or to management, or it could be somebody who's just above you in the hierarchy, right? Managing around is going to be to cross-functional team members to to shareholders that are on your level anyone in the like your title or like one up or one down but like doesn't report to you kind of the people in the middle getting the shit done managing down is like talking to people your direct reports people who are in the assistant level I'm, I'm assuming you're a manager of some kind you've been there for eight years like <laughs> um in the assistant space in the admin space and the whatever not and I and I don't mean the down isn't like less than you or down below you but just like they report to you making sure that you have those three directions in mind at any given time categorizes your your communication your attitude your interaction like that comes with speaking to people in different levels of hierarchy I I think English is terrible at this because other languages have a different grammar set that you use or a different conjugation or verb to talk to someone who's above you in rank or below you in rank Japanese is great at this English is shit at this so like (laughs) wait like this is just a good reminder for me to say like okay who is this stakeholder and how do I need to communicate with them to make 
make sure that I'm getting what I want. Cause like at the end of the day, there's actually a fourth direction and that's you. Like, Inward at yourself, yeah, right? With right? yourself. So if we're talking three dimensional space up, down and round, there's actually a fourth dimension and that's you and your career and everything you do should impact your career in a positive way. If what you're doing is not impacting your career in a positive way, I think that's where Francesca, I think that's where you're at. You're doing a lot of good things that are impacting the business, but you're not here to run a charity, my girl. Like, <laughs> like you're doing all the good work, mm-hmm. but to what end? What's the point? Right. And like, I love that you're in a place where like, there's no real need to move, like need to change. There are a lot of great companies out there with lots of great managers. I wouldn't recommend you leave just yet. That There's stuff you can do like right now to get better at this. And it has nothing to do with your work product. It has everything to do with the <laughs> interactions, communications, relationships, expectations, deliverables that you're managing up, down, and around. Francesca, we can't emphasize enough how much this matters because again, you're, you're the perfect example. Like you can have a perfect work product and it doesn't super matter to your career. Like Mm -hmm. it's helped you keep your job. I'm not saying that doesn't matter. And I'm really glad that you're in a place that you're happy with. That's not something to shake a stick at. Is that a phrase? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Keiko. It's something the kids are saying Mm. in the 1800s. (laughs) Here we are. God damn it. I'll get there. Um, Holland is famous for saying like, if, if you do work and no one knows about it, you didn't do it. So work like, doesn't count yeah. unless they know about it. <laughs> That's right. And if you really want to get what you want, like they have to know about it. That's yeah. the only thing they have to go on. And honestly, you're the only one watching out for you. Yeah. I say this all the time. You're the only person advocating for yourself. You have to remember that in the situation. I, I feel like Francesca, you're probably, you're definitely a team player and you're getting your shit done. And like, you love this company and you believe in what they're doing, right. blah, blah, blah. Who cares? How nice for them that yeah. they have you. Mm-hmm. But like their, their job as a company, here we go. Capitalism. Their job as a company <laughs> is to get the most work out of you for the least amount of money. And you're doing a great job exactly where you are. They don't want to move you because you're probably doing a lot of things that they don't want to like upset. Do you know what I mean? Like as soon as there's change that starts costing a company money, it costs a company $55,000 on average to onboard a new employee. They don't want to onboard somebody into your position because you do a lot and you do it really mm. well and you've done it really well for with no time. drama for eight years. Yeah. Like they don't want to upset the apple cart. That is something the kids said. 1800s. Okay, cool. <laughs> Great. Awesome. <laughs> Vanessa was actually telling me about someone she knew who was in a role Francesca, you're doing fine because this bitch was in a role for 30 years. <laughs> yes. 30 motherfucking years. Yes. I'm she, horrified. She was a manager. That's it. Um, I'd like to be a senior VP in 30 years. <laughs> actually less. No, actually. Yeah. Also, like if you're in the same title for <laughs> two years. Oh my gosh. The only title I want you to be in for 30 years is your mortgage. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's <laughs> That's where we're at. So it took me a second to line that joke up, but I got there. It was amazing. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> but like, I actually ended up reporting to her for, for a moment. And like, she was really good at managing up. One of her major roles was actually communicating with executive management, like C-suite and kind of like top level VPs, senior VPs. And she was so good at that, that she kind of became like that team's admin. But she was so, she was so deferential to them, which you kind of need when you're, when you're managing up, but you also have to know when to like stand up for yourself and keep track of that fourth dimension. Keep track of like, you guys, you couldn't function without me. Pay me more money or give me a bigger team or God, at least make me a senior manager. They're not going to remind you. That's part of managing up. Yeah. Right. Like, and then she was terrible at managing around because she was just like such a, such a, <laughs> I hate this, but she was such a bitch. Uh. Like she just like 
Oh, she was the worst to work with. You didn't like going to talk to her. You knew you had to because she was the only one with information. But like you hated every second of it. And like she she was like good at managing down because she grew people on her team. She had people come into her team and she grew them and then they left. And she had more people come to her and she grew them. She thought, That's what I did. I came into her team. I grew. I left. But like she, she didn't quite have. There was something missing there. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I think like I think there are people who are very good at some of these things, managing up. There's some people that are very good at managing around. Those are the social people you love at work, by the way. <laughs> and there are very good people who manage down. They grow careers. They make great mentors. Yeah. I love these people, right? Yeah. And there are people who are good for watching out for themselves, but very rarely do you find people good at all four of those things. And I think Francesca has the ability to like, I think you have the ability to do this because because your work is stable and you love what you're doing. Now's the time to like learn how to do this and level up. There's a certain amount of your time that needs to be spent doing this. Yes. This isn't just a nice to have. You do it like when you have a free moment. This is a way of being mm-hmm. in corporate America. And the ROI on cultivating this skill is tremendous. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't take much, but you do have to do it intentionally. Like not even a full 10% of your time, but you do need to carve out some time and energy for it. Absolutely. That's yeah. great advice. After the break, Francesca, we're going to talk about how this really looks in your interactions in corporate America, when to use these managing up, down, and around, and that fourth dimension uh, relating to yourself in your work. So we'll take it to the break and we'll circle back with Francesca right after that. We have some big news. Yeah, we do. We've been coaching for a while um, to great success. I think we're responsible for, we might be pushing a million dollars. We might be responsible for a million dollars in people's accounts right now. What we're telling you is (laughs) we are opening our client list to the public, uh, which has never been done before. And the first and only place you're going to hear about that is subscribing to our email list. To sign up for our email list, visit our website, askyourworkwife.com. We will not spam you, but we want to make sure that if you really need customized, personalized, tailored coaching and how to get more out of corporate America, we want you to hear about it first. So sign up. Let's fucking go. (laughs) Let's make it two million, ladies. Hey. All right, Francesca, we're back and we're going to talk to you a little bit about how to use this concept of managing up, down and around. Sometimes this concept is a little bit hard to grasp, but like, for example, you get an email and this is a thing that happens multiple million times a day to all of us. Let's maybe like look at how we would handle that from this yeah. using this paradigm, right? Totally. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you get an email. What happens first? Oh my God. The first thing I do in an email is I just react to it. Gut reaction, right? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this person thinking? How dare they email me? Like, what is it? Like, it is, and it doesn't matter who it's from. It could be from the CEO. Usually if it's yeah. from the CEO, I'm like, oh my God, what is he doing? This is ridiculous. Like, and then suddenly I have all the business acumen in the world. It's hilarious. So me working in an open office is actually a really bad idea uh, for myself. That's fine. That's reacting to over there. I have to read an email and then get it out or I will type it out. So after I've reacted to it, then I have this moment of like, okay, where is this coming from? Is it coming from up, down, or around? And that determines 100% exactly what I do next. If it's coming from above me, I do whatever it is right the fuck now. Drop everything, answer the email, do the thing, deliver the result, whatever it is. And it doesn't matter if it's from like a VP I've never fucking heard of. They have VP in their title. I'm going to just do it, right? Yeah. Like, it's like hot potato. You're like, get it out. (laughs) I don't need this, right? If it's coming from around me, so one of my peers, this is anybody whose like title is just barely below me or just barely above me, but kind of in that middle tier. If it's not critical path or important to my career, it is deprioritized. You're going to have to ask for that three or four times before I even think about it. It's now, Holland, it's now a good time to talk about altruism. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think now's the perfect time for you to talk about altruism. I think you've been waiting for this moment for some time I now. I am so pleased. So altruism is this concept that like you're good for good sake. Bullshit. The only person who managed to do this is probably Jesus and Mother Teresa. There's maybe one person in every country who's managed this. But Over like the course of history. Yeah. The rest of us, though, are looking out for ourselves. And I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the nicest, sweetest, most happy, go lucky person in the world who's just kind to everyone. I have a very specific person I'm thinking about for this. You're not acting out of benevolence or charity or true altruism. There is something in it for you every single time. It's either the feeling you get when you do good things or the accolades you get when you do good things or whoever you, likes you, you when you do good. Yeah, things. You yeah. think there's some like benefit in the celestial kingdom for this, like what, whatever it is, like you, you're getting some benefit from this. Right. Mm. And I just decided a long time ago that I would start calling out faux altruism for its bullshit and just be more honest about why you're doing this for me or why I'm doing this for you. So I don't believe in altruism. Everything has a selfish reason. And the faster you identify it, the more authentic you can be and the more people are willing to work with you. If you just straight up say like, hey, I need this for my job. Like I need this to make my manager look good. I need this to make myself look good. Like I'm really getting for a promotion. You'd be amazed at the willingness of people to help you because you also position it in helping them. Okay, okay wait, how? So this is coming to like, man, we're going to bring this full circle now. Yes. <laughs> Back in the episode. So when I'm managing around, I take a look at like, okay, does this person, I'm going to sound like a terrible person here and I want you all to love me instead. So that's why I have a podcast. <laughs> that's why it's one way communication. It's fine. But like I, I take a look at this request from somebody who's around me and I say, what do they have that I need? Or what can I help them with that's going to garner some kind of ability Reciprocity? to... Reciprocity? Yes. Uh-huh. Get a favor in, in the, the future. Backside. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and then I, and then I take a second look at the email and I go, okay, what do they ask me to do? What can I trade for this? Like... If I owe them something, like they've helped me out in a big way in the past, I absolutely will like, yep, uh, do it right the fuck now. Sure. If it's somebody who like they're in a position to help me maybe in the future or I think like, oh, that might be useful to have, then I'm like, okay, I might be willing to do this, but I might not do it 100%. I'll like make it work for a little <laughs> bit, right? Um, if it's somebody who's like, oh, this is, this is somebody who's absolutely 100% useful for me, I will do this right now for them and then quickly follow up with like, Hey, would you mind if you help me out with this too? So there's like, they're very clear that there's a transaction going on here. So they can't just like ask for favors. Mm. Right. So it's, it's a little bit like <laughs> it's somewhere between game of Thrones and wall street. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> trading. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. It sounds so seedy, but it's not because you're just open and honest about it. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, it's so respected and appreciated. Yes. It's so refreshing is what it is. I remember I had this great conversation with a former coworker and he was like, you know what annoys me? I was like, please tell me. Yeah, like <laughs> let me grab some popcorn. It's 430. I need to kill some time. <laughs> And he was like, when people just say, hey, on Slack, everyone knows you want something. Just ask me, get it out of the way, and they don't have to wait. Just skip the hey and say, I need blah, 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 blah. Like So refreshing. Just call it out. Yeah. And then it's not a thing. They're not left wondering about it, right? Right. Hi, Holland. I need blah, 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 blah from you. Hope you're having a great day. Emoji, emoji. Great. And then Fine. No one cares. Your response gets to be, actually, I'm glad you talked to me because I need this and this and this from you. Do you think we can trade? Just call it out. That's amazing. It's incredible. That's like I'm getting excited about that Slack. You should. Like you should rather than like, hey, so I was thinking hey. like, could you really, could you please, like if you have time, all of that's bullshit. Uh, all of it's bullshit. That's, that's the tone in which people are asking for things. And like that either means you didn't do your job or you don't understand the value that you could provide to me, either which I'm not doing shit for you. 
it's so much more empowering to say like, hi, we're all in this together. Let's figure it out. Let's trade favors. Mm -hmm, Totally. So just to quickly recap before we get to the down direction. In this example, the email's coming in from someone above you, right the fuck now, whatever they say. If it's coming from someone around you, you're taking you need you're, to assess it. Yeah, you're <laughs> assessing the situation, um, and might be a couple different ways to yeah. to take care of that. And then, what about um, in this example from communication in, like that email, for example? It's someone from like managing, like it's a down oh, relationship. Sure. Yeah, like if it's a direct report, like if it's my direct report, it's typically in the right the fuck now category because I'm usually a bottleneck. You're probably the bottleneck. Right? Like, yeah, I, I need to provide a yes or a no or a thumbs up, thumbs down. Mm-hmm. I, like it's a very quick thing. I'm like, yep, go for it. Or they're like new and reporting to me, and they're like, I'm not quite sure. I'm like, okay, I need to provide some training, some information, like whatever it is. Right? It's like it's, that's your job. Yeah, that is actually my capital J job. Like this is what I need to be doing. If it's from someone who's below me, but like not my direct report, I take into consideration the like, where is this really coming from? Because if it's really coming from a VP, but through their secretary, that's a managing up mm-hmm. everyone's so like, beware of B-listers is what I'll say. So it's again, a little bit of an assessment, but also generally do it right now. If it's someone who's below me, but doesn't report to me, it falls into the like, what can they do for me? What can I do for them? Like it's, it's a little bit more of an assessment. If they're just asking for information or pass something on, like, you know. Whatever. Yeah. But it's, it might not be the critical path to my day. Yeah. Or your career. Yeah. The reply window is still 24 hours. I have 24 hours to reply oh, yeah. to an email. So like VPs and above end up in like the first three hours, right? Or it's a, Hey, yep, I'm on it. I need to do some research. Like that's immediate communication. Yep. But someone around me, I'm like, they can spot it out. They'll be fine. Right. <laughs> if it's a direct report, do it right now because that's, that's a team thing and I need to make sure the team's functioning. If it's somebody who's below me, but doesn't report to me, it's a, uh, it needs a little bit of an assessment, but generally I'll do it faster than not. Sure. Does that make, does that make sense? Like this is where I, this is where I wish we were doing this live. Cause I wish Francesca were here to tell me, yes, I totally get it. <laughs> <laughs> so Francesca, if you don't totally get it, come back to us, send us an email. <laughs> So Vanessa has clearly laid out. I think it's pretty clear. Thank you. Again, help at askyourworkwife.com. <laughs> yeah. If communication is coming in, an interaction is kind of coming toward you. Above, around, and down. Above, down, and around. What's the thing? Up, down, and around. Wow. Up, down, and around. Up, down, and around. Mm-hmm. In fact, I say that that way because it's a priority. Like up, down, and then around. Is the last priority. Mm-hmm. Cool. But there's always that fourth dimension. Always. Yeah. Throughout. Mm-hmm. Across and through every interaction. Viewing the communication, the interaction, whatever it is, the request through how is this going to help me and my career? Francesca, you seem too nice. Yep, absolutely. Again, you're the only person advocating for yourself. No one else is doing that. That That's why I think managing up, down, and around and remembering the fourth dimension is the answer to your question because you might be even doing that up, down, and around, but you haven't connected that to why you matter and how you can get what you want. This is coming off as a little bit tough love, but like, I think this is a problem that plagues women. We like to make sure there's consensus. We like to make sure there's community. Yeah. And like, and things are running. We like to create space and well-oiled machines and like things are just on time and under budget. I get it. But like, you gotta, you can do that and get what you want. Exactly. And in fact, you have to do both. You just do. So we've talked about what this might look like when you're receiving information or requests or whatever. What about when you're initiating the request when you're asking for something, when your your communication is going outward from you. I chalk this up to a philosophy rather than a like giving you guys a list of like tips Ten and tricks that yeah. phrases to use in your next Jeez. email to the your listicles manager. I hate. Yeah. yeah. Um we'd like to arm you with this philosophy. So when you're communicating up, your job is to make your manager look good. 
That's it. That's the principle behind mm-hmm. communication when you're managing up. Mm-hmm. Then conversely, managing down, if your manager is doing this well, they have this philosophy too. You have a duty of care for all the people that report to you. You hold their entire career and their livelihood and their life and their mental and emotional and financial health <laughs> in your hands. And that's a really important thing. Like I had a mentor once who his rule was you cannot manage people until you can prove to me that you put their needs above yours. It's a big deal. It's a huge deal. Yeah. I, like it's a position of trust. And it has to be earned. So if your manager is doing that for you, great. Then your job is only to make them look good. They're taking care of you. Your job is to make them look good. So that's the up and the down. Around the number one thing that I like learned when communicating around is everyone has a whole bunch of pressure on them that you don't see. So when someone's coming at you with a request, it's like, oh my God, I need you to do this like right the fuck now. You're like, first of all, slow down. Yeah. <laughs> um, or if you're asking someone to do something over there and it needs to happen right the fuck now, you have to remember they have other jobs. They have other pressures. Like you have to remember these are shareholders. They're not on your team. You're not on their team. At some point in my career, I reported to two different managers at the same time. It's very irritating to me. And the goals of the departments those two managers were in we're always at odds with each other. Like one of them, her job was to keep the trains running on time. The other one, his job was like be as creative as fucking possible. Sometimes you can't plan that. And it was terrible trying to trying to report to both of them. But that's where I understood like, oh, I need to understand all the pressure coming out of this person, where our pressure points might align. And then you can help position yourself to help them out and they can help you out. Like you got to be on their side a little bit. So that's, that's my philosophy when it comes to managing around. So those are the up, down, and around But of course, we've got the fourth dimension. Yeah. How you're making sure that your career is front of mind always. Mm -hmm. And our philosophy for that is (laughs) found in every other episode of this podcast. (laughs) That's why we're here. Keep listening. (laughs) Um, But I, I think what you said is really true, Vanessa. Like, I don't know what it's like to be a man, but I know what it's like to be a woman in corporate America and... I do want to make everybody happy and I do want to put a cute little gif and like a black <laughs> like emoji and I want to make sure everyone's like liking my things and like making sure everyone's happy and and it's sometimes working against your interests. A lot of times working against your interests. You need to do enough of it to make sure that you've you've got good rapport with your up down and around and to and to move the ball forward on what you need for your career. That's it. <laughs> I had a manager who always said keep the main thing the main thing. Now, when he said it, he was talking about keeping our main product the main product. When I say it, I'm talking about myself. Like, <laughs> I keep the main thing the main thing, and that's me and my career and what I want. And everyone else can kind of fuck off. But, like, you you have to see these other three dimensions through the lens of the fourth dimension. Like, Yes, exactly. Should be the first dimension, I think, about it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're going to quote the labels. But there it is. <laughs> Francesca, I hope that really helps you. I think it's a big mindset shift. Totally. So be patient with yourself. Keep doing all the good work you're doing, but just leave a little bit of time to start cultivating these skills. Start practicing when that email comes in. Okay. Up, down, round, fourth dimension. Mm -hmm. Same thing with anything you're writing or asking or saying or delivering to somebody Mm -hmm. else. Up, down, round. How would that be most effective for you? Let us know how it goes. question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives.
now, Holland? Is now a good time to talk about altruism? <laughs> you know what? I, I think you've been waiting for this moment for some time now. Oh, my God. For my whole uh, life. Great. So tell us about altruism. What, what's, what's, what's the deal <laughs> with altruism, Vanessa? <laughs> tell us everything. <coughs> okay, stop coughing. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm like laughing at my own jokes over here. It's fine. <laughs>